Hey y'all! Today we're doing Edge of Dawn Seasons of Warfare, which first song in this game that I listened to. And well, I kind of listened to it before I knew the game existed, and I didn't realize until I was finishing Crimson Flower, which was admittedly the first route I played, but you know, not the best. Anyway, guess just let's go. So, I'm going to, the intent is to cover how the song relates to each of the main characters, except for obviously Byleth, Edelgard, Dimitri, Claude, and Rhea, even though Rhea's only like there in like the last three chapters of her route or something. Anyway, so what they all seem to connect with is my dearest wish is I can't sing. I'm not doing that. My dearest wish is that you'll know these tender thoughts that only seem to grow because um, all of them except maybe Claude just, well, Dimitri and Edelgard just have a crush on Byleth from the beginning. Rhea, I mean, for whatever reason, she is a possible ending. I don't get that. That scares me. But I guess that's a thing. But she also just kind of wants Byleth back. Well, her mom back, who's kind of Byleth. And I'm calling, I'm calling the main character Byleth because that's easiest. But that's a terrible name. Why? Anyway. Yeah. That. Eh. So, next we're on to Edelgard, who, honestly, I'm pretty sure the entire song is for Edelgard. Like, my word. And so she, well, like, so we all know Edelgard was like kidnapped, experimented on, tortured, saw everybody. She saw most of her family die except for her dad and her mom, I guess. Anyway, and then instead of, you know, being somewhat reasonable, I love Edelgard. Please don't. Please don't interpret this to me bashing on Edelgard. I love her. She is my child. She's not my child. Anyway, moving on. But she was perhaps slightly unreasonable in her approach, but it worked. She had fair reasons, somewhat. Killing everybody was in the church was perhaps not the best, but, you know, what can you do? Anyway, but on to like the actual lines in the song that I picked out that she connects with. Yet still I hide be yet still I hide. I'm not singing. No, you. Yet still I hide behind this mask that I have become. My blackened heart is scorched by flames, a force I can't run from. So yet still I hide. She was at the officers' academy. She attended the officers' academy, and um. She was kind of hiding because she was planning on killing the church afterwards. Behind this mask that I have become, she, well, one, was hiding her two intents, and two, was hiding her identity behind the Flame Emperor suit, which honestly, 
This dude is weird, but like, eh. Also, how did she get a voice changer in there? My word. Like, this is medieval times. How do you have a voice changer? Sort of medieval times. I guess it's like alternate timeline. But you get the point. My blackened heart. I mean, that bit. Watched everyone around her die. Was experimented on. Has to take back control of an empire. And by her own choice, has to conquer a continent to further her goals. That aren't actually all that bad. Hurts probably bit broken from that, bit scorched. And scorched by flames, a force I can't run from. A force I can't run from, she sees it as her duty to reunite Foldlin and remove the oppressive reign of nobility, while also at the same time making herself emperor of an entire continent. Bit hypocritical, but we'll let it pass. Okay, so next I've been saying lines, haven't I? Next verse. As I live out each peaceful day deep in my soul, oh, I know I can't stay. As I live out each peaceful day, she's having a nice time at the Officer's Academy, except for, like, almost dying. But she's having a nice time at the Officer's Academy for the most part. She has a lot of friends. And then deep in my soul, oh, I know I can't stay she thinks she wants to stay she wants to keep her friends but she thinks again she thinks it's her duty to end the oppressive reign of the church and betray all of them even though depending on what route you take they either do not side with her or they do side with her and she's still kind of happy but she's also still got to kill everyone everyone else and yeah and then yeah Cross my heart, making vows I know will be betrayed. A sad girl's please live only for a breath and then they fade. So cross my heart, making vows I know will be betrayed. She want. Pretty sure this line connects her to, like what she's sworn to the, ch what she believes is her family has sworn to the church, the lies she's told to put herself in a position where she can conquer the church. Um knowing and also knowing Shafta betrays the rest of the Black Eagles at some point to further her goals. Once again, a sad girl's pleas live only for a breath and then they fade. That is most likely a testament to as she said to Dimitri in Azure Moon, I believe that was Dimitri's route. The girl she was, the girl Dimitri knew is dead and but somehow that girl is still sort of around telling her no don't do this but mostly gone current edelgard has all the power anyway yeah that's edelgard honestly there's probably like you could probably just like take every line in the song and connect it to her at some point but I'm not gonna do that on to dimitri so Yet still I hide behind this mask that I have become. My blackened heart scorched by flames, a force I can't run from. So, Dimitri, uh, since he was like five or something, very young, child, has saw everyone, he, most of the people he knows and loves get killed. 
And since then, the deputy believes that the people who killed him should, who killed his family, should all die, and he will do whatever it takes to see that. Except maybe kill to do. Think he would, and I guess the rest of his friends. Unless they did actually kill his parents. In which case, yeah. Again, to do is probably like the one exception to that he likes to do for some reason. Um, um, so yeah, but yet still I hide behind this mask that I have become. He is acting like he is a noble and doesn't have his own goals, which everyone except Felix seems to believe, and Felix doesn't because he saw him go insane. At a battle and now Felix kind of doesn't consider him human which honestly like Felix I love you but cut him some slack he's traumatized I think anyway but yet still I hide behind this mask that I have become back on track he's hiding in the officer's academy to further his goals of revenge and killing every last one of them all right then so my blackened heart scorched by flames, that's, um, he himself actually doesn't consider himself human and just something like human anymore, I guess, and just something that is there to get revenge for those who died in, um, what's it called, strength? No, that's something else. Deduce people, I guess, because I can't remember what they're called at the minute. should probably Google that later. I'll Google that later. Anyway, so, a force I can't run from, that would be because he believes the dead are urging him on to get their revenge. Anyway, as the rain falls on the path, I chase your shadow. I don't feel a single drop or the ground below. He is still chasing the approval of the family and friends that he lost then, as well as to some extent by less, and later on in his path, He's tra he is chasing the shadows of the people that he believes he needs to make it up for. Alright then, that's what I found for Dimitri. Again, probably more. Um, Claude. Now, Claude honestly, bit of a stretch. Because honestly, Claude is like the most morally correct one there, my word, that dude. I mean, he did want to conquer a continent, but not like blood and war. He just wanted to, like, merge. I'm making hand gestures right now, but you can't see it, so... Eh. Anyway, so Claude, as I live out each peaceful day deep in my soul, oh, I know I can't stay. So, Claude enjoys it at the monastery, at the officer's academy, and he wants to stay. He wants to stay, he wants to continue living with there, but he believes that it is his job to unite Elmira and Fodlin especially and then eventually the rest of the world who he believes yes he will one day have to leave to do that um yeah that's all and okay cross my heart making vows I know will be betrayed that's like because originally he was only planning to use Byleth and um he was making promises towards him or her, them, on what he would like to do. 
on what he believes that Byleth would want, when in fact he is really only furthering his own admittedly moral, morally sound plans, though his method's a bit unethical, but honestly it's fine. Like, he's not that bad. He's a trickster. He's a tiny bit manipulative. But I'd still place him in a pretty morally correct category, I'm gonna be honest. And yeah, that's all for him, because like, Claude's like the least traumatized of everyone here. And on to Rhea. Faint lights pass through colored glass in this beloved place, silver shines, the world dines, a smile on each face. Now, Rhea sort of sees herself as like a goddess, not goddess exactly, a si herself and more importantly her mother Sothis as a savior of the continent and believes that everything she does makes things better and everything she does makes people happy. Which, while not entirely correct, I'm gonna be honest, is, I guess, okay. She's out of touch, but she's also, like, 900 years old. Eh. And then, as the wind calms my thoughts, I held strong on this terrace. I feel at peace, carried away by the wind's song. So, this is... Rhea seems to calm herself down. We've found that out before. And possibly, like, as a way of talking to her mother, who's, like, in heaven or something. And Rhea's mind is in heaven. I guess she's also in Pilot's head. It's complicated. Sothis, you're weird. Also, I don't know why Byleth and Sothis are, are, like, one of the endings you can get. Like, eh. Given... So this is sort of-ish kind of Byleth's mother, and is also sort of-ish kind of Byleth, and they're in each other's head, and the endings are meant to be romantic. Questions. But, no more questions than I have for why Byleth and Sedith exists within the game, and, why, and definitely not why Byleth and Rhea exist in the game. And also, I'm pretty sure, I don't think Byleth and Flaint is in. I'm really hoping Byleth and Flane isn't a thing. I mean, like, Byleth and Cyril is a thing, and they're like, and Cyril's definitely a minor. And so is Lysithia. Anyway, this game has some. Eh. Anyway, moving on. But, Rhea feels more at peace when she's on the topmost floor of the monastery in her own room, and she believes that. And, like, the wind does calm her down, I think. Especially given the terrace outside her room that she seems to spend a lot of time on, but I could be wrong. Just because, like, you only unlock it in the third, well, in chapter two. I think it's chapter two. Yeah, it's chapter two, not some other word that's not chapter. No, wait, it is. It's part two. Chapters are, like, the individual months. Right. I probably don't sound like I know this game. All that well i have like 145 hours and i've had it for four months and like the first two of those i mostly was playing breath of the wild have i had it for f no i've had it for five months i've been playing it for two in the span of two months pretty much i got 145 hours i've played with this game way too much next episode we will be analyzing the theme of the leaders edelgard claude dimitri Rhea, 
I'll find a theme for Rhea if she doesn't have one. I'll need to double check that. I don't, I played Rhea's path after fin after writing the plan. So yeah. Anyway, no, don't say that. Anyway, next episode will be the leader's themes. Anyway, goodbye. I will hopefully. Well, I won't see you. You won't see me either. Hopefully you will be present for the next episode. I hope this wasn't too terrible. So yeah, bye.